Welcome to the Cinema Rat, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent, narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Rag. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about three up-and-coming male actors that are going to blow up in the year 2023. And I think this is a great follow-up to my anticipated movies of 2023 episode that I did back in late January. And I was remiss in mentioning some major names. Uh, One of them was David Fincher's Killer movie, which has Michael Fassbender. Again, Anytime Fincher does a movie, it's a big deal. And I love Fassbender. May doesn't think he's talented. I think he's going to be amazing as a, as a killer. And also there's Creed 3. Creed 3 coming out. And uh, Michael B. Jordan is going to be directing Creed 3. We'll see how that goes. Uh, because I, I mentioned that because I'm going to mention one of the guys who's in that movie as an up-and-coming actor. And then Indiana Jones is another movie that's coming out, the, the fifth one. Let's hope it's just nothing like the fourth one. And then there's some Marvel movies coming out, but you know, honestly, I don't care about Marvel movies, so they're not worth mentioning. So these three men that I'm going to talk about today are men that you might already know. Like I knew these three men; well, I knew two of them really well. But this year, everyone's going to know who these guys are, no doubt. And so these guys have potential. We talked about in one of the first episodes, I think episode ten, how there's no movie stars under the age of forty. The idea of like we used to have pretty much in every decade of cinema history, we used to have leading men, men that would open movies, men that everyone wanted to see. And really the last generation of those would have been in the 90s, like with Brad Pitt, Tom Hanks, at one point, Russell Crowe, Denzel, Will Smith. And really in the last 10 years, as as these guys have aged out, uh, there's no new leading men. So I think two of these men, especially one, I think is in contention to being the next Brad Pitt. So let's get to it. And these are no particular order. So number one is going to be Jacob Elordi. Now, I have mentioned Jacob Elordi before in various episodes where I think he is going to bust out. So it makes sense that I would mention him. Now, he is Australian, like a lot of the the the, the hunky men and beautiful women. You think of like Australia just just exports so many handsome men. You think of Crow. you think of the Hemsworths, uh, you think of the women, you think of Kidman, Naomi Watts, Kate Blanchett. I mean, there's just so many, Margot Robbie. Either way, Lordy is 6'5", handsome man. He's famous for the Kissing Booth movies. He was uh, dating Zoe King, one of the girls at Tenet, who was in Bullet Train, who I think that was her one shot at being a major star, and she did not do well in that movie my humble opinion but he's also famous for euphoria the hbo show which just has two seasons and he plays a really good job as nate kind of the the like stud alpha male who has deep dark things lurking in him and is maybe not uh the nicest guy we'll just keep it vague if you want to watch it but this year and he's he's also done some movies here and there like he was in deep water the ben affleck Anna de Armas movie. And said that movie didn't really get a lot of run because that was two pretty big actors, both, you know, Anna de Armas now is Academy Award nominated actress. 
and they were both doing a movie together. This is when they started their relationship, and it's an Adrian Lyne movie who's probably most famous for Fatal Attraction, Unfaithful, but the movie didn't really do well. But he's busting out big next year, this year, I should say, with Priscilla. I did mention Priscilla in the anticipated movies. I'm not going to watch this movie, but there's going to be a certain segment of the population that will watch this movie. And Priscilla is the Sofia Coppola take on the relationship of Priscilla and Elvis Presley when they were married based on the book Elvis and Me. And it has Kaylee Spaney playing Priscilla. She's probably most famous for... I don't know what she's most famous for, to be honest. I I do remember seeing her in some movies, but she's another up-and-coming big actress. Oh, Marv Easttown. That's right. She was in Marv Easttown. That's how I remember her. But she's doing Priscilla. And Jacob Elordi's going to play Elvis. So, of course, there's going to be a lot of comparisons between how he portrays Elvis and Austin Butler presents Elvis. So that'll be interesting. But he's going to get a lot of run for that movie because it's a Coppola movie and it's mainstream. And... Again, if, if you're not really into the HBO prestige stuff or the, the teenage rom-com Netflix stuff, you might not know Jacob Elordi. And if there's any women listening to this, let me tell you, look him up. You're going to find him handsome. And so Elordi's got what I think these other two guys maybe are lacking in that he has classic handsomeness. So he And he is tall. So he could definitely do the Marvel movie, DC movies in the future. He can be the next Indiana Jones or whatever IP out there that needs a strong strapping guy like a Chris Pratt. And he's better looking than Chris Pratt. And he's will remain to be seen a talented actor. He's still young. He's only 25 years old. But I think he's got the range. Probably he maybe I'm, I'm a little skeptical he could do like period movies. But as a whole, he has the range, he has the looks, and, and I think he's got talent enough at least to be a leading man. Because as May and I have talked about, you can be you can be a bad actor or, or an average actor and be a leading man. And there's a lot of examples of that. I would say Brad Pitt's not a good actor. I would say Tom Cruise is not an actor, but they're iconic leading men. So that's one of them. Number two is going to be Jonathan Majors. So Jonathan Majors is not young. He's 33. He does have somewhat of an acting background in terms of like over his, his previous work. He was in Hostels, which May and I like. That's the Christian Bale Western movie. But really, I think he got some more run doing Defy Bloods, Lovecraft Country, and Lovecraft Baby. And he is about to blow up and... This guy will be the most well-known, probably, in terms of mainstream, because he is the the antagonist, I should say, in Creed Three. He is Damien Anderson, the boxer that's going to fight Michael B. Jordan. So he's going to get a lot of run from that. He's also an Ant-Man and the Wasp, playing Quantumania, and he's going to be the new villain for the new phase in Marvel. Let's take a quick break. I wanted to let you know about the other feeds that we have here at the Eclectico Gregorio channel. We have The Awakened Man, which has been around since the spring of 2017, which mostly focuses on having men and women reach their full potential by knowing about toxins in the food, big pharma cover-ups, and ways to biohack your life. 
We also have the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which is a channel that originally started as an essential oils channel. And there's about 65 essential oils that are broken down over there. And then more recently, about two years ago, I just pivoted and made it more about female holistic health and naturopathic health because I'm a big proponent of let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. And lastly, we have the Confessions of an Obese Child feed, which I started in January 2017, which chronicles what it's like to be an overweight child. I was an overweight child and I lost over 100 pounds and kept it off for 30 plus years. So it's a channel, like if you have disordered eating or had a dysfunctional childhood, how to deal with that, how to how to function with that, and also discusses and I interview various people that have a similar background of dysfunctional childhood, binge eating, binge drinking, and how to deal with that. And there's a lot of great interviews over there. So those are the three other feeds at the Eclectico Gregorio channel. Now let's get back to the show. So he is poised for that. So he's he's going to be in two IPs, Creed 3, which I'm no doubt he'll lose, but he might end up being in Creed 4. Maybe it's going to be like Apollo Creed and he trains Creed on the fourth movie. But he's an Ant-Man the Wasp, and then he is slated to be in the Avengers, the King Dynasty. That's in pre-production. That's for 2025. So he's going to be leading that or because he's King the Conqueror and Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. I should correct myself there. So clearly, if Avengers, the King Dynasty is slated for 2025, he is King. That movie's built around him. And then they're going to have Avengers Secret War, which is 2026. So the guy is going to be famous. Now, I think on one level, they are hoping, and he is, I mean, if you see him in, in the pictures for Creed, the dude is swole of swole. I think they're hoping that he's the next, you know, leading man, male, black actor, because right now they just, there there aren't any. We have Denzel's son, you could say Mahershala Ali, but I don't, Mahershala Ali can't really play those kind of strapping, strong leading man roles. So definitely there's there's a need for a new, and you know, you hate to say a new whatever, because the new actor should be the new Jonathan Majors, but like a new Denzel. There needs to be a new Denzel. Michael B. Jordan, no doubt is maybe vying to be that. I think in Maine, I've both talked about in the overrated actors episode that we don't think he has it in him. He's maybe more likely to be the new Will Smith. So we'll see if majors can use this and parlay this opportunity he has in the upcoming years to be a leading man and have range in all types of movie like, like Denzel can. The third is going to be Paul Mescal. Now, Paul Mescal. I think is a very talented actor. He recently got an Academy Award nomination as we're recording this. We don't know if he's won, but he got an Academy Award nomination for After Sun, which is a movie that I have not seen. He's probably, I, I wouldn't say he's probably, he is most famous for Normal People. Now, Normal People is a show on Hulu that was in 2020. It, that Mescal is Irish, by the way, and it is a, 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 a show that has Daisy Edgar Jones as the the, the co-lead and it's essentially a show about two Irish high schoolers who get in a relationship with each other and the relationship continues until college and I love normal people it's based on a book that I never read but I love that show I think that show is amazing and if you like just classic character development plot development slow burn there is sex in it they're both very attractive people to look at but just like kind of remains of the day, unrequited love, just like understated everything. 
normal people is a, is a show for you and it's amazing and so he and daisy edgar jones were pretty much obscure before that show uh, they were just mostly doing plays in great britain and they both blew up we saw daisy edgar jones and where the crowd had sing and she's got a promising future and i think mescal does too he is i wouldn't say like as handsome as jacob alordi i think he kind of has a, a somewhat of an awkward face but um you know he's only in his he's 26 and he already has an academy award nomination and he's got tons of stuff coming up he has gladiator 2 he has been slated to be the lead in the new reboot of Gladiator. it's not really a reboot it's going to be lucius remember the kid at the end of gladiator he's going to be the grown-up lucius so i mean just in that being in the next gladiator movie whenever that comes out everyone's going to know paul mescal and i think that's a great casting uh, for him because he has the look he can do the accent whatever accent's going to be you know russell crowe british accent you know whatever it is he has the talent to do it and um yeah i mean the, the dude is exceedingly attractive and a really good actor a really good actor now in terms of their dating lives I mean, there, there's a lot. So Paul Meskel was dating Phoebe Bridgers, the singer, who I don't, I'm not really particularly attracted to, but um, they recently broke up, and uh, she's reputed to be dating Bo Burnham, who's a comedian, and so we'll see where that goes. I think there's a lot of shipping vibe between Daisy Edgar Jones and Paul Meskel, of course, from from because of the, the show Normal People. In terms of Jacob Elordi, Jacob Elordi is a player of player. And look, I mean, you know, like one of the things May is like, I don't like Jacob Elordi. He's he's cheated on fill in the blank. And I'm like, look, you don't think Brad Pitt, when he was young, was just sowing his wild oats. And I would say Leo DiCaprio literally had a group called the Wussy Patrol. Let's see what, what, what rhymes with wussy. The Wussy Patrol. And that dude's and banging everybody and nobody has cared nobody has cared so if you look at who he's been dating i mean he was with joey king from kissing booth and then zendaya i think that was before zendaya was with uh, tom holland and then with kaya gerber and talk about like two people that need to reproduce kaya gerber and jacob Elordi. and i wonder when jacob Elordi was with kaya gerber if, if he was like ah She's been with Pete Davidson. I mean, I just like, I would like lose respect for anyone who's been with Pete Davidson. And then he was also with Olivia Jade, Jenna Louie. That's Olivia Jade is is the, the girl from the, the scandal with um, Laura Lachlan. And so it was, a, so the guy's been around. The guy's been around. And honestly, the way I look at it is I, I could care less about his dating life at all. But these three guys are all going to blow up. I think long-term, it's a Lordy. If I had to put stock in any of these dudes, I think a Lordy's got the the number one uh, slot for me just based on his height his and his, his looks. And in terms of being a leading man, I'm not saying like 30 years from now, who has the best chance of having the Academy Award? I don't. I think that's Paul Mescal, to be honest. But in terms of being a leading man, like a Tom Cruise, iconic, generational leading man, I'll give it to Lordy. Then I'll give it to Mescal. And I think Jonathan Majors, he fits a niche, right? He's the the brawny black actor, and so it's. I think it's going to be harder for him. But certainly, if he can show off his acting chops and really parlay the 
Avengers movie and the the Creed movie, he can be up there for the next 10 years as a, a leading man. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, guys, there's two links in the episode notes. One is for PayPal. If you want to make a donation, help defray the cost of hosting this on the server, I would appreciate it. And the other one's for the website where you can access all the Eclectico Gregorio episodes. Until next time, take care, God bless, and pray. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.